0: Section twenty six of The History of Minnesota and Tales of the Frontier. Part two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The History of Minnesota and Tales of the Frontier. Part two by Charles E. Flandrau. Section twenty six. An advocate's opinion of his own eloquence is not always reliable. In the early days of the territory, a large part of the legal business arose out of misunderstandings about claim lines and the attempts of settlers to jump the claims of other people. These suits usually took the shape of trespass and forcible entry and detainer. In some instances they ripened into assaults and batteries and were generally tried before justices of the peace nearly all the people were french and that language was quite as usually spoken as english the town of mendota was almost exclusively french and half-breed sioux the latter speaking french if they deviated from their native language one of our earliest lawyers was jacob j noah from new york he was the son of a very celebrated journalist of that city and was a very cultured and accomplished gentleman he spoke french like a native which no doubt had a good deal to do with his living at mendota that town boasted of a justice of the peace who occupied an exalted position in the estimation of the french inhabitants on account of his learning and established character for justice and fair dealing he was a handsome old gentleman with white hair and beard and impressive judicial manner about the year eighteen fifty five among the new arrivals in the legal fraternity was mr john b brisbane also from new york he was a graduate of yale and acquainted with some of the leading lawyers in st paul so his advent was announced with a good many flourishes and he soon took a leading stand in the profession mr brisbane was a cultured and eloquent lawyer and no one knew it better than himself he settled in st paul soon after his arrival a controversy arose between a couple of settlers In Dakota County about their claim boundaries, and a suit was brought before the French justice at Mendota. Major Noah represented the plaintiff, and the defendant employed Mr. Brisbane. It being Brisbane's first appearance in court, he made extraordinary preparations, intending to create a favorable impression. He discovered some fault in the law of the plaintiff's case, and when the parties met in court, he demurred to the plaintiff's complaint and made an exhaustive argument in support of his position. He was fortified with numerous citations from English and New York cases, all of which he read to the court. When he would become particularly impressive, the court would evince signs of deep interest, which convinced the Speaker that he was carrying everything before him. When he finished his argument, he looked at his adversary with a confident and somewhat exultant expression as if to say, Answer that if you can. The major opened his case to the court in French and had hardly begun before Mr. Brisbane interposed an objection that he did not understand French and that legal proceedings in this country had to be conducted in English. The major answered by saying, I am only interpreting to the court what you have been saying. Mr. Brisbane indignantly replied, I don't want any interpretation of my argument. I made myself perfectly clear in what I said. Oh, yes, said the major, you made a very clear and strong argument. But his honor, the judge, does not understand a single word of English, which was literally true. Tradition adds that when the court adjourned, the judge was heard to ask the major, est qu'il y a une femme dont cette cause là? Whether the court decided the case on the theory Of there being a woman in it or not, history has failed to record. End of section twenty six.